This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler says not only will EPA be done with rulemaking for summer E15 sales by the June 1st regulatory cutoff, they'll be done before that. Two days before, to be exact. We missed our deadline for the proposal only by a few days. Um, so I, I think we're in, in firm ground to get the, the proposal finalized by June 1st. Actually, our, our target date is May 30th, and we're going to meet that. And this will be to allow E15 to be sold year-round, as well as a few price mechanisms to help um, the rent prices to keep those under control so we don't have wild fluctuations in the marketplace. The EPA is working to extend a waiver to give a 15% ethanol blend the same treatment afforded to the 10% ethanol blend during the summer in the Clean Air Act. Observers of the process have predicted legal challenges to the effort, something that doesn't concern Wheeler. One of the tenets of all of our policies in this administration, under my direction at the EPA, is to make sure that everything we do will stand up in court. I call it durability. I want to make sure that our rules are durable and that they will be upheld in the courts. And um, we don't want to just put out a regulation for regulation's sake. To hear more from Wheeler, including thoughts on glyphosate safety and food waste, check out this week's Open Mic interview on agripulse.com. The Department of Agriculture's Farm Bill implementation has led to boosts in farm loan limits. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. The 2018 Farm Bill increased the amount of money producers can borrow through direct and guaranteed loans offered by USDA's Farm Service Agency. Bill Northey is USDA Farm Production and Conservation Undersecretary. He says the direct operating loan limit has increased from $300,000 to $400,000. And the guaranteed operating loan limit from $1.4 million to $1.75 million. Those are for operating notes, for operating a farm. Uh, for direct farm ownership, so buying a farm, uh, land has increased from 300000 to 600000 for the direct farm ownership loan limit and the guaranteed farm ownership loan limit from $1.4 million to $1.75 million. Northey adds the raise in loan limit amounts will allow farmers to keep up with increasing costs of farm equipment, land, and other operational costs. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Producers in South Dakota and surrounding states are digging out after another severe winter storm left as much as two feet of snow on the ground. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says a combination of poor weather in the central and southern parts of the country will lead to delayed plantings across the nation. Over the weekend, some of that heavy rain spread into the eastern Corn Belt. and Of course, we had that late season snow in Illinois and on up into the Great Lakes region. So all those areas are still days to weeks away from any potential widespread field work. And now with the southern storm over the weekend, we did see torrential rain falling all the way from the southeastern plains right through the Mississippi Delta and into parts of the southeast. Some of the heaviest rain fell in the lower Mississippi Valley and neighboring areas. Four inches plus was extremely common during the weekend in those areas. Today's USDA crop progress report showed very little spring planting has taken place at this point. Just 3% of the nation's corn crop is in the ground, but that's only a touch off the 5% five-year average. Oats and rice tell a different story, with both experiencing about a 10% gap between current plantings and the five-year average. We actually got off to a pretty good start early in the season on things like rice planting, but now in some of those wettest areas, fieldwork has come to a standstill there as well. Finally today, an American pork producer says China is stepping up its efforts to stop the spread of African swine fever. 
Gordon Spronk is a veterinarian and pork producer from Minnesota. He says he observed ASF prevention efforts during a recent trip to China. Including uh, transportation, uh, purchasing their own trucks and improving their transport system, uh, truck washes, uh, dry truck drying systems, transfer chutes, um, everything they can do to stop the movement of the virus. Since the disease was first detected in China in August of 2018, 118 outbreaks have been confirmed, resulting in the culling of about a million hogs. In the U.S., steps such as deploying more beagle teams to screen international travelers and the cancellation of the annual World Pork Expo are among the steps aimed at preventing the contamination of the American pork sector. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.